and welcome to Attention Seekers News Shorts, the bite-sized podcast from Performance Marketing World where the editorial team gets behind the scenes of the news and views from the industry. All packaged in less than 10 minutes, perfect for your morning commute or a quick cram before your next meeting. Today, at the beginning of the new year, I am joined by PMW's editor, Robin Langford, and our associate editor, Sarah Dennis, and me, Lucy Shelley, multimedia editor at PMW. So, Robin, welcome. Happy New Year, Sarah, as well. Let's talk, Let's start with you first, Robin. What are your New Year's revelations, I believe, you want to talk about today? Yes, thank you, Lucy. Um, it's good to be back. I've had three statistics I looked at over Christmas that were I thought were really interesting. I just wanted to shout about them. And I think they're the kind of things that would be really interesting to bear in mind um, over the next year. Um, the first that I saw was one about the death of the duopoly. Um, in, in digital marketing, if you've been around it for a while, like I have, for a long while, there was two big companies, which was Google and Facebook, now Alphabet and Meta. Um, and that was where you put a lot of your digital spend. On search, it was Google. On social, it was Facebook, latter Instagram. But what we've seen now is with a new statistic come out from, from Axios um, is that actually in the US, ad spend for next year is projected to be less than 50% for Meta and Google for the first time since um, about 2015. So it's been a big drop and actually more than half of people's digital ad spend will be on other platforms, whether that's in e-commerce, social, streaming, all sorts of other things. It's really exciting. I think it means marketing, digital marketing has become much more diverse, a much more interesting landscape and it's ripe for smart thinking marketers to think with a bit of agility and to really invest. Talking of that, um, in terms of the death of the duopoly, um, there's been an emergence of Amazon. So my second stat is that Amazon revenue from its advertising last year was more than its entire revenue from Amazon Prime. And that's quite massive. If you think about the machine that is Amazon Prime, whether that's the streaming, the free delivery, audible subscriptions, book subscriptions um, on its Kindle. You forget how much Prime includes. It's not just... A, it's, it's massive yeah. and it's global. Amazon made almost $36 billion from ads last year compared to $34 billion from subscriptions. Uh, so that really shows that... Amazon is becoming a serious player in advertising. It also shows that sort of that retail media, getting your ad seen on places where people are actually buying rather than just looking is quite important because there's, there's always a thing about what data you're measuring and are you measuring someone liking something on a social media page or are you measuring someone actually buying something mm-hmm. on a checkout? And I think that second one is much more important in some respects because it's what people are actually spending on is... It's, it's a much more real yeah. statistic in some well, You're missing out a lot of the kind of consideration factors and the yes. you know, intent without success. It's just the hardcore exactly. purchase data. That funnel, that marketing funnel we will talk about, it's getting a lot quicker. People go from browsing to buying in an instant. You can be on a TikTok page just thinking about something and very quickly can we whisk the way to a checkout and buying, you know, five different types of lipstick or whatever. Not That's not me, but whatever <laughs> <laughs> everyone else is buying. Well, you know, it might be a gift, obviously. And well, Sarah, you wrote an article this week about Meta. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, of course, Lucy. It's actually a really interesting one. Um, it's uh, the latest uh, Nest Index from Nest Commerce. The latest figures from Nest were that cost per thousand impressions on Meta last quarter were actually below 2021 levels um, in the weeks running up to Black Friday. But I guess what was interesting about it is that CPMs on Meta were actually running 
much higher than 2021 for most for most of 2022. So basically, it's 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 quite a drop. But I guess what really struck me is that um, despite Ness predicting that meta ad costs are actually going to drop even further this year, they actually did a sort of meta the TikTok who was more efficient in the run up to Black Friday. And certainly within the UK, at least, they revealed that TikTok was the winner. So CPMs on TikTok were either at half or less than half of metas uh, between Black Friday and the new year. So all through the Christmas period. And the message is clearly is if you don't have a strategy for TikTok, get one before these costs start to rise. And there was a big difference regionally with CPMs for Meta as well. Yeah, that's true. I mean, basically, despite all of these um, calls around price drops, actually CPMs in the US on on Meta rose 38%. So that's still a pretty steep growth, although not as steep as they had been seeing in previous quarters. Um, Across the rest of the world, though, actually, particularly in the UK, CPMs actually dropped on the platform. And what was also interesting is that short form video is is going to be a dominant format in the future. Mm. Um, the research found that there was there was a four thousand percent increase on spend on reels um, year on year, mm-hmm. which is huge. And despite CPMs growing in the quarter on reels alone, uh, they're still running lower than non-reels formats Mm -hmm. and they're actually hitting levels comparable to TikTok now so it's quite clear that that um, short form video dominance is going to rise. Absolutely I mean all the platforms have replicated it. Yeah exactly and conversion rates while still lower are that that difference is decelerating now and there's going to be there's going to be less of it so clearly audiences are becoming more engaged Mm -hmm. with that format. Well similar to your New Year's revelations Robin we thought we'd help our readers' New Year's resolutions. We have made the PMW Jargon Buster available to all registered users and not just our subscribers. Because even the experts we speak to can't keep up with the new jargon coming out all the time. So our Jargon Buster provides a definitive guide to explaining the key industry terms in the performance marketing industry. We will launch five more every month with our next five coming out next week. So head to best practice on the nav bar and drop down to Jargon Buster. But before we round up on this news short episode, we have released two predictions articles for 2023 with a further one about anti-predictions and what not to expect from this year. But... From all the predictions that we've seen, should we hear what our favourites are? Robin, what's your, your top prediction for 2023? I'm sure, surely. See, my pick from our extensive uh, predictions this year um, was from Nigel Clarkson, Chief Revenue Officer at Hivestack, who said that um, the out-of-home industry is seeing a real drive towards programmatic. They're often seen more as a branding activity, but increasingly they're shifting to become part of... Um, programmatic inventory so you can like with google um moving all their programmatic inventory into um its 360 ad network means you can buy display ads and you can buy poster ads just as easily um and this really appeals to me as someone that's a fan of like the minority report future when um if you see like that scene where tom cruise is running away from the future cops and um he's in a city and, and these posters start selling him adverts saying oh you need to get away why not go on holiday so is and that your prediction for 2023 exactly. we're, we're not going to quite get to that dystopian level of, of weird weird future but 
what you can see is you can get these sort of day-parted poster ads now so that you can see something that's more relevant to people walking by in the daytime rather than the nighttime. Or even if it rains, you might get something that's selling you something as granular as an umbrella or something saying, oh, it's raining here. Who wants, who wants a nice sunny holiday? And you can see posters that are specific to um, what's happening around you. So mm. I think that's particularly fascinating. It's a way that branding and, and performance are really merging in an exciting way. And Sarah, what about you? What is your favourite prediction for the year ahead? Oh, I think mine had to come from Stuart Russell, who's the CSO at Planning Inc. Um, basically, let's hear it for optimization. I mean, who hasn't heard the word optimization a hundred times <laughs> this year already? But what Stuart is acknowledging is this idea of marketers getting really ruthless with their tech stack. He's acknowledged that Martech obviously has contributed hugely to making marketing more efficient, modernising it, but it's getting quite crowded now. And to quote him directly, makes it easier for chaff to hide amongst the wheat. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So he predicts that marketers will start to scrutinise their tech stack and become ruthless. And for the Martech that makes the cut, um, reliance will actually grow. So it's it's quality over quantity for 2023. But that's it from us for our news short upcoming next week. The IPA Bellwether Report comes out on Thursday. And Sarah, you're going to be guiding us through that, aren't you? Yes, we are. It's going to be the um, growth, or not, but probably growth figures for Q for Q4 2022. So you're going to get a rounder picture of what actually happened last year in terms of UK ad spend. And... The forecast for 2023 and beyond, which will be on everyone's radar. Mm, Very interesting. We'll talk through that next week. Well, thanks for listening, everyone, to today's news short. And join us for our next Attention Seekers episode. Thank you and goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.